It's nighttime in the big city. The rain-soaked streets reflect the glare of passing headlights. A cab driver tosses a 50-cent tip out the window. A woman with a torch stands in the harbor. It's theme time radio hour with your host, Bob Dylan. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. First Nighter and all the ships at sea. Welcome to theme time radio hour. And tonight we're going to be going from the Bowery to the Bronx, from the East Village to Harlem, from Hudson Heights to Lenox Hill, and from Koreatown to Little Italy, from Hell's Kitchen to Greenwich Village, from Manhattan Valley to Marble Hill, from Midtown South to Midtown itself, from Murray Hill to NoHo, from Roosevelt Island to Soho. From Spanish Harlem to Sugar Hill, from Sutton Place to Tribeca, from Tudor City to Turtle Bay, from the Upper East Side to the Upper West Side, from the West Village to Washington Heights, from West Harlem to Yorkville. That's right, we're talking about the greatest piece of real estate on the planet, a little island known as Manhattan. So settle in and join us for the next hour as we talk about New York. You do a lot of walking in New York City, but sometimes you gotta rest your feet. It can be expensive to hail a cab, so sometimes you hop on the subway. In the background, Duke Ellington takes the A train. This was Duke's theme song. It wasn't written by him. It was written by a young Pittsburgh soda jerk who was a big fan of Duke's band. His name was Billy Strayhorn, and he approached him when Duke was playing in Pittsburgh. Duke was impressed and told him to get in touch if he was ever in New York. Billy wanted to impress Duke, so when he showed up, he had written a song using the traveling instructions that Duke's office had given him. The lyrics were, you must take the A-train to go to Sugar Hill, way up in Harlem. Well, Billy Strayhorn was a soda jerk no more. He wrote more than 200 songs with Duke Ellington and for Duke's orchestra, and he kept writing right up until he was on his deathbed, delivering his final composition called Blood Count. Ellington recorded it right after Strayhorn's death on the emotionally charged album, and his mother called him Bill. He was known as Sweet Dee, and he was one of the few openly gay musicians in jazz. Billy Strayhorn, take the hay train. We're gonna continue our little musical tour of New York and play a song by a man who was born in Dunlith, Mississippi. Like a lot of people, he had dreams of the big city. He moved from Dunlith to Chicago, but I guess he always had dreams of coming to New York. Here's Jimmy Reed going to New York. Dunlith, Mississippi. 
walking on a whistle. Gotta win myself some all of that dough. I'm going to New York. I'm going to New York. I'm going to New York. I'm going to my house the wall. I've been on shows, you know, I've been out east. I've been out west, but I'm not gonna rest till I get to New York. I'm going to New York. I'm going to New York. I'm gonna fly out the wall. got something on their minds when they go to New York and Jimmy Reed wanted to get onto a New York quiz show. Some of the most popular quiz shows in New York at that time were the $64,000 question, information please, winner take all, quiz kids, what's my line, it could be you, the big surprise, and beat the clock. I'd pay any amount of money to have seen Jimmy Reed on beat the clock. Dyke and the Blazers got their start as the O.J.'s backing band. They were stranded in Phoenix when the O.J.'s couldn't afford to bring them to Buffalo for a gig, while the Blazers decided to stay in Phoenix and base themselves there. Dyke had written a song called Funky Broadway, and they released it in 1966. Los Angeles DJ Art LeBeau picked it up for his original sounds label, and it became a sizable R&B hit. And it may be the first record to use the word funky in the title. It became more popular when Wilson Pickett recorded it for Atlantic Records. It went to number one on the R&B charts and number eight on the pop charts. Let's take a walk down funky Broadway, Dyke and the Blazers.
Tag and the Blazers recorded a whole bunch of funky singles. They should have been big stars. Unfortunately, Dyke was shot to death on a street in Phoenix on March 13th, 1971. In 1885, the French gave us a gift that right now stands in the mouth of the Hudson River. It's a 101-foot-tall lady with a 35-foot waist and an 8-foot index finger. It's not polite to discuss her weight, but I can tell you it's 204 tons. It's Lady Liberty, the Statue of Liberty. It's made out of copper and covered in 24-carat gold leaf. She was sculpted by Frederick Auguste Bartholdi. Gustave Eiffel, who designed the famous tower in France, the Gustave Tower, engineered the internal structure. On a plaque mounted on the inner wall on a pedestal is a poem written by Emma Lazarus. Everybody knows the last couple of lines, but nobody seems to know the whole thing. Here's the new Colossus by Emma Lazarus. Not like the brazen giant of Greek fame with conquering limbs astride from land to land, here at our sea-washed sunset gates shall stand a mighty woman with a torch whose flame is imprisoned lightning in her name. Mother of exiles from her beacon hand glows worldwide welcome her mild eyes command the Airbridge Harbor that Twin Cities frame keep ancient lands your storied pomp cries she with silent lips give me your tired your poor your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. The wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these the homeless tempest tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. Moss Hart said, New York is not a city to return to in defeat. One man who doesn't know the meaning of the word defeat is Lou Reed. Pedro lives out of the Wilshire Hotel. He looks out a window without glass. The walls are made of cardboard. Newspapers on his feet and his father beats him because he's too tired to beg. He's got nine brothers and sisters. They're brought up on their knees. It's hard to run when a coat hanger beats you on the thighs. Pedro dreams of being older and killing the old man. But that's a slim chance. He's going to the boulevard. On the dirty boulevard, he's going out to the dirty boulevard. He's going down to the dirty boulevard. This room costs $2,000 a month. You can believe it, man, it's true. Somewhere a landlord's laughing till he wets his pants. No one dreams of being a doctor or a lawyer or anything. They dream of dealing on the dirty boulevard. Give me your hungry, your tired, your poor, I'll piss on them. That's what the statue of bigotry says. Your poor huddled masses, let's club them to death and get it over with and just dump them on the boulevard. Get them out on the dirty boulevard. Going out to the dirty boulevard. They're going down on the dirty boulevard. Going out. It's a bright night, there's an opera at Lincoln Center. 
Movie stars arrive by limousine. The Klieg lights shoot up over the skyline of Manhattan, but the lights are out on the mean streets. A small kid stands by the Lincoln Tunnel. He's selling plastic roses for a party. The traffic's backed up to 39th Street. The TV whores are calling the cops out for a suck. And back at the wheelchair, Pedro sits there dreaming. He's found a book on magic in a garbage can. He looks at the pictures and stares up at the cracked ceiling. At the count of three, he says, I hope I can disappear and fly, fly away from this dirty boulevard. I want to fly, yeah. From the dirty boulevard, I want to fly. From the dirty boulevard, I want to fly, 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 fly. From the dirty boulevard, I want to fly away. I want to fly. Fly, fly away, yeah. I want to fly. Fly, fly away. That was the boy from New York City, Lou Reed. He adored New York City. He idolized it all out of proportion. Uh, no, make that, he, he romanticized it all out of proportion. Yeah. To him, no matter what the season was, this was still a town that existed in black and white and pulsated to the great tunes of George Gershwin. You don't have to live in New York to love New York. And even if you don't live there, you can still consider it your home. Case in point, Ray Charles, who was born in Georgia, died in Beverly Hills, and lived most of his life on the road. That didn't stop him from recording this song called New York's My Home. It might not be totally true, but who cares? It's a good song. Listen, all you New Yorkers, there's a rumor going around that some of you good people want to leave this town, but you better consult with me before you go. Why? Because I've been all these places and I know. Chicago? Chicago's all right. It's got Wrigley Field and Soldiers Field and Marshall Field, and it's on a nice lake. But it hasn't got the handsomes in the park. It hasn't got a skyline after dark. That's why New York's my home. Never let me leave in New York's my home, sweet home. What about Hollywood? Hollywood's got movie stars and movie czars and cocktail bars and shiny cars and a wonderful climate, they say. But it hasn't got the handy subway train to sell a finer taxi. When it rains, that's my New York's my home. Keep your California, New York's my home, sweet home. Gee, what's happening in St. Louis? Lots of people like St. Louis. It's got lots of shoes and the St. Louis blues. And one of our large rivers run by. But it hasn't got the opera in the myth. It hasn't got a famous string quartet. That's my New York's my home. Not a 
a place to visit New York, my home sweet home. San Francisco is a lovely place. It's got lots of hills and lots of thrills, and it's on an ocean of some size. But it hasn't got the Bowery of the Bronx. It hasn't got a heart of honky tonk. That's why New York, my home. It's my favorite city. New York, my home, sweet home. So save your time and trouble. That was Ray Charles, New York's my home. Now, Ray might not have been born in New York, but lots of people were. Here's a few. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Patty Jayevsky, Humphrey Bogart, Herman Melville, Ogden Nash, Barbara Stanwyck, Martin Van Buren, and Tupac Shakur. New Yorkers all. New York has always been a melting pot. You can walk from one side of the island to the other and hear music from around the world. New York has always been a crossroads of Puerto Rican, Cuban, Dominican, and other Latin musicians. They played with jazz bands in the 40s, mambo bands in the 50s, and created a music all their own called Salsa. Here's one of the kings of Salsa, Johnny Colon, and his song, New York Mambo. Play it, Johnny.
That was New York Mambo, Johnny Cologne. New Yorkers are amazingly loyal. They love New York more than any other city. Here's what Neil Simon had to say. And remember, this is Neil Simon, not me. When it's 100 degrees in New York, it's 72 in Los Angeles. When it's 30 degrees in New York, in Los Angeles, it's still 72. However, there are 6 million interesting people in New York and 72 in Los Angeles. You can find anything you want in New York. Any kind of food, any type of clothes, any type of entertainment. And I'll tell you another thing. Frankly, you're beginning to smell. And for a start in New York, that's a handicap. Well, don't talk to me about clean. I ain't never seen you change your underwear once the whole time I've been here in New York. And you're gonna tell me what appeals women. I know enough to know that that great big dumb cowboy crap of yours don't appeal to nobody except every jackie on 42nd Street. Some people find a lord in New York City. Harry Nilsson sure did. He wrote this song to be the theme for the New York movie, Midnight Cowboy. But he ended up losing out the slot to Fred Neal, who wrote Everybody's Talking. Harry got to sing that one too, but he wrote this one. I guess the Lord must be in New York City. Harry Nilsson. I'll say goodbye to all my sorrow, and by tomorrow I'll be on my way. I guess the Lord must be in New York City. 
110th Street is the informal boundary line to Harlem. Across 110th Street is the title of a 1972 movie starring Alfred Cotto, Anthony Quinn, and Tony Francioso. Things don't add up. Two whites, three blacks. How do you figure it? What else brings whites to Harlem but business? It's a type of movie known as black exploitation. These are movies made by, for, and about black people. Some of the most famous ones are Foxy Brown, Shaft, Superfly, Coffee, and Cleopatra Jones. One of the best is across 110th Street. Bobby Womack, who we've talked about on other shows, did the theme to that movie. You probably heard that in a couple of places. Quentin Giannettino used it on one of his soundtracks. I've always been partial to the demo of that record. Shows how funky you can be with a couple of acoustic guitars. Here's Bobby Womack, across 110th Street. Baby, y'all, I got a story I want to tell somebody In my life I've seen, I've seen, I've seen a lot of things go down I was a third brother of five Doing whatever I had to do to survive I'm not saying what I did was all right Trying to break out of the ghetto was a day-to-day fight Been down so long getting up Didn't cross my mind But I knew there was a better way of life And I was just trying to find You don't know what you would do Until you put under pressure Across 110th Street is a hell of a tester. Across 110th Street, pusher won't let a jockey go free. Across 110th Street, boys are trying to catch a trick on the street. Across 110th Street, you can find it all. about you, but I got one more thing I want to say. Hey, brother, there's a better way out. Snorting that coke, shooting that dope, man, you're copping out. Take my advice to see the never die. You gotta be strong, brother, if you wanna survive. You see, the time I leave on the upper side of town, we'll catch hell if I get over and around. Every city, you find the same thing going down. Harlem is a capital of any ghetto town. Across a hundred and ten street, steps are trying to get your woman that sweet. Across a hundred and ten street, push your coat, let a junkie go free. Oh, across a hundred and ten street. Got his way, I'm reeling you in a little at a time. Uh-uh, 
That was Bobby Womack and his demo for Across 110th Street on Theme Time Radio Hour. F. Scott Fitzgerald said, New York had all the iridescence of the beginning of the world. And you could see that all the way uptown, traveling through Midtown, and all the way downtown to the village. By the turn of the 20th century, Greenwich Village became known as the Bohemian Enclave. Perhaps the low rent, the amalgamation of cultures, the presence of New York University helped turn Greenwich Village into a haven for artists, singers, songwriters, painters, poets, dancers, and photographers. It don't mean a thing if it don't mean a thing. That is a voice and sound of our times, a member of the so-called beat generation dramatically expressing a negative attitude toward the 20th century. His haven, away from the rest of the world, is a coffee house in downtown New York, in an area known as Greenwich Village, perhaps the most unusual and colorful village in the world. One thing you see a lot of in New York is industrious people. People find a lot of different ways to make livings, not all of them on the up and up. Vincent the Chin Gigante became boss of the Genovese crime family. He had avoided earlier charges as far back as the early 80s by feigning insanity. You could see him walking around Greenwich Village and Little Italy in a bathrobe and slippers. When agents from the FBI busted in to serve him a subpoena, they had to follow him into the bathroom where he stood under a running shower with an umbrella over his head. His family and lawyers said he was mentally and physically ill, incapable of standing trial. He held off trial for seven years. Psychiatrists appointed by the courts testified that he was a schizophrenic. His 1997 trial was a public spectacle. He came in in a wheelchair, talking to himself. His lawyers said they could not communicate with him. He might have permanently succeeded, except for the events that happened on 9-11. The feds secretly taped him, making a call to his children to make sure they were safe. He was lucid and totally connected to reality. It was the only time he had broken his act. 9-11 was a terrible time, and it also brought down the reign of the chin. This is Manhattan, business center of New York City and heart of the city's life. Millions pour into the area every day to work and shop, to buy and sell, to manufacture clothes, to run banks and brokerage firms, to handle imports and wholesale goods, to load and unload ships. But where do all these people come from and how do they get here? In the background, Autumn in New York, written by Vernon Duke. Saul Bellow had this to say about New York in Seize the Day. 
On Broadway, it was still bright afternoon and the gassy air was almost motionless under the leaden spokes of sunlight and sawdust footprints lay about the doorways of butcher shops and fruit stores. And the great, great crowd, the inexhaustible current of millions of every race and kind pouring out and pressing around of every age, every genius, possessors of every human secret, antique, and future. Saul Mellow, a prose writer. Next up on Theme Time Radio Hour, a song about the boys in the city. It's written by Joey Spampanato, who for a while was married to Skeeter Davis and did a great album with her and his band, NRBQ. Here they are, singing about things they love in New York. After I've been away from the subway trains It's not the same And how could I forget the days with all my friends at home Where you could sing a song About the country Where you could sing it on the farm But don't forget the boys In the city Where they could sing about New York Where I used to sing up on the corner of my block Some other things I love about New York. Shakespeare's free in the park. You can see basketball, hockey, and the circus in one place. Madison Square Garden. I love hot pencils off the street. The drinkable tap water. The Staten Island Ferry is free. And the bars don't close till 4 a.m. There's a lot to love about New York City. How come a couple of cats from Harlem come downtown this morning looking for John Shaft? Well, they're soul brothers. They came down so I could teach him to handshake. Sugar Hill was the northern part of Harlem. It looks out into the valley of Harlem, and it gives views beyond the Harlem River. 
It's the epicenter of cultural development in the African-American community of New York. During the Harlem Renaissance, this area was revered as the spot that claimed and enjoyed the sweet life. And that's why they called it Sugar Hill. So in a neat old day, and Roy Eldridge talking about going uptown, they're talking about going up to Harlem, where everything was swinging, and eventually going up to Sugar Hill. There's a neat old day, and Roy Eldridge, along with Gene Krupa and his band, and the big hit, Let Me Off Uptown. been uptown, but I've been around. You mean to say you ain't been uptown? No, I ain't been uptown. What's uptown? It's the pleasure you're about, and you feel like stepping out. Oh, you've got to shout it, let me off uptown. If it's rhythm that you feel, then it's nothing to conceal. Oh, you've got to spill it, let me off uptown. go to top it if you want to pitch a ball and you can't afford a hall oh you've got to call us let me off up time anita oh anita say i feel something what you feel roy the heat no it must be that uptown rhythm i feel like blowing well blow roy blow Uptown, Anita O'Day, and Roy Eldridge, one of the first interracial bands. It was very difficult for them to travel around the country. Quite often, Roy Eldridge was not allowed to have a room in the same hotel. He finally figured out a solution. He would walk in carrying his own luggage, pretending to be his own valet. He would then ask for the key for Mr. Eldridge's room, go up to his room, and refuse to come out. Gene Krupa said that he was targeted because people were upset that he led an interracial band. In 1943, he was falsely arrested on a trumped-up narcotics charge. 
He blamed bigots who didn't like the way he did business. Hats off to Gene Krupa for standing up for his fellow man. Make no mistake, New York is a wonderful city, but it's a bitch to be broke there. No one knows better than soul brother number one, James Brown, who wrote this song down and out in New York City for Larry Cohen's movie, Black Caesar. Here's James Brown talking about tough times in the Big Apple, down and out in New York City. Say, brother, can I borrow a thin brother, you know, dime? Say, 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 say. I sure would like to have a soul dime for me so I get a cup of coffee, cut me a snack, something. I guess I better quit trying to be hip and get on down. Hey, man, like you know. If you're down and out in New York City, you might find yourself on the Bowery. The Bowery was the most elegant street in New York in the 18th century, but it fell on hard times. And for at least a hundred years, it 
became synonymous with economic depression. In the background, that unusual music you're hearing is by an unusual man. He was born with the name Lewis Harden. Long-time New Yorkers know him as Moondog. He dressed up like a Viking and played music on the streets. Some people thought he was just a street person. But they didn't realize that people such as Leonard Bernstein and Toscanini considered him a fine musician. He recorded for the prestige label in the 50s and a number of European labels. One of the interesting characters you'll find on the streets of New York. When Mike D, MCA, and Ad Rock release Cookie Puss, a song about their favorite Carvel ice cream cake in 1983. Everyone thought the Beastie Boys were just a flash in the pan. Hello, I'm Cookie Puss. But New Yorkers are much tougher than that, and they made it through all sorts of changes in music. Here's one of the early ones from 1986. A shout out to one of the five boroughs, No Sleep Till Brooklyn, the Beastie Boys. No Sleep Till! <laughs> Look at me. 
That was the Beastie Boys, No Sleep to Brooklyn, from their Death Jam album, License to Ill. Brooklyn, by the way, is a Dutch name, as is Flushing, Harlem, Staten Island, and Gramercy, and the Bowery. Next up on Theme Time Radio Hour is the kind of song you call a flag waver, and I'm going to let Hank Ballard introduce it to you. Bright lights, wine, women, and song, everything you want is right here on Broadway! just about made me drop my mustard squirter. Broadway, by old friend Hank Ballard on Theme Time Radio Hour. Darling, that's me? Mm-hmm. You have a date, my beloved, July the 1st at 5 o'clock. But you don't say where. Well, you name the place and I'll obey. I don't know, I can't think. How about the top of the Empire State Building? Oh, yes, that's perfect. It's the nearest thing to heaven we have in New oh, York. I- A little bit earlier, we talked about a lot of different neighborhoods in Manhattan. We did a good job, but I think this next lady does it a little better. If there was ever a love song to a city, I'd say it was this one. Donna Washington singing the Rogers and Hart composition, Manhattan. We'll take Manhattan, the Bronx and Staten Island too. It's 
lovely going through Subway charms us so When balmy breezes blow To and fro And tell me what street Compares with Mark Street In July Sweet push carts Gently gliding by The great big cities A wondrous toy Just made for a girl
was down in Washington, singing about a bunch of points, north, east, west, and south, on the island of Manhattan, and doing a lovely job at it as well. There are eight million stories in the naked city. This has been one of them. Well, we could spend hours and hours talking about New York. We could play hundreds of songs, but they only give us an hour. We'll have to come back again and play a few more of them. But right now, I'm going to leave you with the words of F. Scott Fitzgerald, who wrote this in The Great Gatsby. Over the great bridge, with the sunlight through the girders, making a constant flicker upon the moving cars. With the city rising up across the river in white heaps and sugar lumps all built with a wish out of non-olfactory money. The city scene from the Queensboro Bridge is always the city scene for the first time. And in its first wild promise of all the mystery and beauty in the world. New York has always been good to me. I hope I was nice to it for the past hour. I'll see you on the streets of Manhattan. listening to Theme Time Radio Hour with your host, Bob Dylan. Produced by Eddie Korodetsky. Associate producer, Sonny Webster. Continuity by Eats Martin. Edited by Damian Rodriguez. Supervising editor, Rob McCumber. The Theme Time Research Team, Diane Lapson and Bernie Bernstein. With additional research by Lynn Sheridan, Kimberly Williams, and Robert Bauer. Production assistance by Jim McBean. Special thanks to Randy Azradi, Debbie Sweeney, Coco Shinomiya, and Samson Snyder. For XM Radio, Lee Abrams. Recorded in Studio B, the Abernathy Building. Studio Engineer, Tex Carbone. This has been a Greywater Park production in association with Big Red Tree. This is your announcer, Pierre Mancini, speaking. Join us again next week for Theme Time Radio Hour when the subject is Death and Taxes. I love this dirty town.